The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Well, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode on the Conscious Combo. I'm joined again by a great guest that I spoke to last year. John McClucky is a level three practitioner in QHHT. Spoke to him last year, I think it was, and we just had a great chat. I love chatting to John because he's just easy breezy and I can ask him whatever I want. So watch this space, John. Uh, no, no problem at all. Okay, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> My favourite colour? Um, teal. Teal, nice. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, I actually did the Heal Your Life training, so um, to become a, a teacher of it and to take workshops. And the lady that took it, oh, she's amazing, Trisha Sharkey here in Australia. She's actually a color therapist, and oh my god, it was amazing. She actually, um, she actually goes to big boards and big CEOs and like big, huge corporate companies, and she doesn't want to know anything about them, but they'll have the board there, and all she wants to know is their three favorite colors and their three least favorite colors. And my God, she just nails them. And she said, they don't say anything, but she can she can read their personality and what and what they're like. And so she can, she can tell who, who the boss is, who's the least dominant one, like their whole strategy. And she said, man, they just crack up laughing and it's all through colors. But she, so I was so lucky because she went through my website and that. Yeah. And I had no idea because, um, but she was looking through my website and, but she could tell so much from my personality just from my website. And it was just amazing. Like colors are just, it just freaks me out. Yeah. And there's definitely something definitely something to it I love how you answer that because like it just there's always a reason for why you love something and I was listening to a lady last week about people's favorite colors and what it says about the personality so my favorite color is pink 
And that's a given. Everybody knows I love pink. My whole website's full of pink. You know, I'm just a pink person. But I also like silver and like glittery things. And I think that definitely represents me because I'm so bubbly and kind yeah, and curing. And I think, but then it's funny you mentioned the ones you don't like. So I'm not a big green person or or like I like green because of nature, but it, I wouldn't, you know, I, blue, I love blue, but my eyes are blue. So it's, I'll have to look her up actually. That's a fascinating. And I think it reminds me of auras. I remember went went up to Byron Bay, the Crystal Castle, I think it's called. And yeah. They they do aura readings there, and mm. that's pretty intense as well because you've got a lot of your colours that represent you and your aura as well. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? It's so yeah. cool, this stuff. Mm. I love how so I ask you a simple question and you just make it so fascinating. <laughs> it's <laughs> just telling you the truth, that's all. <laughs> yep, love that. So a next question I'd love to ask you is when you've had a QHHT session for yourself, what's your beautiful place? Um, I don't usually go to a beautiful place. Um, I'm usually just there. Like, because I'm a professional hypnotherapist, I'm, I know that and I really, really trust myself. It's really the, the biggest thing is for a client to just trust themselves and know that they're safe and nothing bad can ever happen. So... I don't really have a beautiful place. Um, I'm just there. So, for instance, if I was having a QHSD session or any kind of session with you, I just close my. You'd say close your eyes, and you'd you wouldn't even have to say anything. So for me, I'd be like, well, the first thing that comes to mind is um, up in space. I can see Earth down there. I feel like Michael's on this side, Uriel's on this side, and we're just looking down, and they're, they're bigger energies than me, and they're just we're just looking down at Earth, and they're not saying anything, but it's really nice to be in their presence. Like, it's so simple. People just complicate this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I love that because I'm the same as you. So if I go into a session, I'm actually craving a session at the moment because I've only had two sessions on myself done. And it's funny because I think the beautiful place is obviously there for clients that need that time to, you know, really just start relax. to see things. Just relax but, into yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm I'm like you, John, where like if you were to do a session on me, I don't need the beautiful place. I'm I'm just, I trust what I see completely that I would just you'd you'd even skip the 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 cloud for me. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. where do you want to go? Take me through the door, you know? And I think that comes with trust, like you said, trust and and awareness. And for me it's just yeah. There's no, uh, how do I word it? It's trust, but it's more like, oh, there's like, it's a belief. It's something deep within me that I just think it's like the skepticism in me is gone. Like I don't have, I don't have that skeptical mind anymore. Mm. I like to question things and I like to have an open mind and I like to think, you know, be curious. I love being curious. Like if you, you've told me about that lady, about color therapist, I'll Google her when we stop talking and I'll go yeah, and awesome. you know, look into her. And I think I'm the same. Like, so it's, it's great how you do that. Cause you're trusting yourself as a, a hypnotherapist as well, because that's what it is. You, yeah. You're, you're just trusting yourself. I, I get quite a few clients that come back and oh my God, I just, they're just like that. You know, 
they just take a couple of deep breaths and man, they're just, they're just there. I don't even have to say anything. There's one client where she, where she channels and I don't, I don't have to say anything at all. I just got to hold space and she knows what to do and she just goes, hello, we're here. And it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It is so, that's so cool. And I think that's why I've always resonated with you, John, because you are like that. You, For me, you, you, you're inspiring because you are really chilled. And I think I've got that chilled part that I'm very yeah. chilled. I'm a chilled person, but I'm also a busybody and I like keeping busy. And I'm, but for you, you've always inspired me because you are just like nothing. I said, I was talking to my husband a few weeks ago and we said, you know, who would you inspire to be like? And I said, Eckhart Tolle, because like we watched him in February in Auckland. And my husband said, nothing phases him, does it? I said, I don't think so, not anymore. Like he told he he was told he had cancer two years ago and he's on stage and he said, okay. And I feel like you'd be like that, you know, like if, if you got like devastating news or you something happened to you that was, or even like something exciting, like Eckhart said, Oprah called him and said, do you want to come on my show? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, you don't sound excited. He said, well, if I get too excited, it's like you're out of balance. He's like, you know, he just stays in this like connected, balanced, aligned state because he said that he doesn't let himself get too sad or too excited. So you remind me of that. Like, and I hope that's a compliment, if that makes sense. Like it's. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Thanks. yeah. What are, yeah, there's pros and cons to everything because when we get excited, like I still pray, I still, um, I'm still pretty neutral. So people can't, people can't tell because I'm not jumping around like a, you know, uh, like a little kid. But on the inside, I am like, we do get excited, but we bring it back down to a neutral really, really fast, but we don't go down like when we get sad or whatever. So with Eckhart, so we could get news and we'll process it. We'll process it internally. And so with Eckhart, I bet you anything, he, he would have got a shock with that. He would, like every human being gets a shock, but he would have processed it so fast and he would have dealt with the emotions that were attached to that. And he would have done that and he would have processed it so fast that he would have gone straight into solution mode. He's like, okay, here's a problem. He's not dwelling on the problem. He's actually switched and he's gone, okay, well, you know, this is cancer. So he would have found out all the details about it, you know, what stage he is, where it is, what it is. And I bet you anything you want, he would have a thought process in his head going, well, there's plenty of people that have survived this and got through it. So, so whereas he's thinking, well, what's the problem? It's just, it's just a blip in my life. But he'll be so calm about it. Like the, like his family and that might be in chaos and freaking out, but, but, but he'll just stay, he'll, he'll just stay true. Yeah. So it's really, and interesting. It was, it's, it's really inspiration listening to him because it's like he, I thought that like he put, you know, he would have had like a quick thought process. And I think that's the key to like self awareness, isn't it? The, from like a trigger so say you know someone pisses you off or there's something that annoys you in the day how long does it take you to recover that thought you know because I think the e- for me I can feel the ego wanting to just come in so bad to be like offended victim how do you know all, all those things that the ego wants to you know keep you in those heavy heavy shitty emotions 
Mm. And I think that's, you can see it for me, it's shorter and shorter and shorter now. And I remember listening to Wayne Dyer. I know you love Wayne Dyer as well, John. So Wayne was saying that when he was, even in his last talk in Auckland and Australia before he died, he got checked. So he had, he, he, he dropped into ego very slightly when he was having a meal someone brought out a wrong dish or something and he was just he he just got into an unconscious like you know annoyed at the waiter and he but he he said he corrected himself and I said isn't that the key like we put so much pressure on ourselves to you know be perfect and to heal and to be a better person and all this kind of stuff we're actually we are just a human being and we do have thoughts and we're complex you know we're very complex in our thought patterns and our thought process but I think that's the key, isn't it? Like Eckhart would have just processed it in his own way. Yeah. And it's and it wouldn't have taken very long. Yeah. Think. So it's shortening that span, isn't it? Of where a trigger yeah. five years ago for me, I would have been sat triggered for like weeks, overplaying yeah. it, overplaying it. Where yeah. that just, you know, it just makes your life heavy and it really makes you, it just, just it is just heavy, icky energy. So how, where you are today, how long would you say have you always been that way like because I can imagine you quite chilled growing up but I'm thinking like did you just the more were you got and spiritual and connected you got where would you say kind of the pivotal point for you was um probably doing a lot of the healing stuff a lot of the inner child stuff like a lot of it but I was always pretty calm my my parents are very calm people so I've had an advantage of growing up. So as a child, I've seen how my parents react to things and they're, they're, they're very calm people. So I've had a huge advantage to that. But everybody still has their trauma and still has their belief systems and things like that. So I've, so I've done a lot of work on myself as an adult, not, not till I was about 40. Um, but I've processed it all and I've released it all. So now it's just main, it's just maintenance and maintenance is easy. So maintenance is like Eckhart Tolle is a maintenance. So by maintenance, I mean like he had that cancer. I bet you anything you want, he, he would have got a shock. He probably would have cried because he would have allowed himself to feel those emotions, but he would have allowed it and he would have just kept feeling them. But because there's, there's not much bottled up in his body, it wouldn't have taken long to process it. And then he's in solution mode. Whereas the more trauma you have in there, the more the body stores in there, well, then the the longer it takes. So people have to do a lot of healing on themselves and they have to do a lot of emotional healing, and which is awesome, yeah. But it's one of those things that's so painful because that's when people call it the dark night of the soul and that and it's horrible at the time it is hideous it is the worst of the worst of the worst but when you get through it oh my god it's the best thing that'll ever happen to you do you think you can have like mini dark night of the souls because what's interesting is and i want to get your take on this i've been through quite a lot of challenging things this year which my audience know about you know i had a miscarriage i had a house break in my my lost both my father-in-law's in the you know, space of four or five months, but when we, we got our dream house, so it was just, just all this like up and down, up and down. And I found myself dropping into victim mode. And I'll happily say that, you know, because I'm, I, I do speak my truth. I was in victim mode. I was a bit like where Neil Donald Walsh was. 
like not I wouldn't say as extreme as Neil Donald Walsh because you know he was rock bottom. He'd lost his wife, his children, his house, everything. And I, I said to my husband because he's re- same level as me. I said to him like I feel like I'm going something like through something quite similar to what Neil or like Eckhart did when they're like not rock bottom, but I remember saying I was going to bed one night and it was when I got back from America a couple of weeks ago and obviously the house breaking was kind of like the pivotal, just like, what the hell, what, what else can go wrong? And I, I slipped into that. God, do you want to send me anything else? But then I realized that this is part of the process of sometimes we have to go through these really challenging things to then come out the other side. Like, so it was really challenging me and gifting me the opportunity to heal parts of me that, because, you know, I, we never had a house breaking as a child, but I know my, my dad went through something like that. So I was probably carrying his trauma as well from, you know, being a, being a young kid. And I remember there was a guy at our old house when I was younger trying to break into our house. So I think there's just some stuff that was triggered in me with things like that. And the ultimate, the ultimate phrase I said was, why am I going through such hard challenging things when I'm such a good, beautiful person? And I was just, I was just like fighting with myself for so long and it it was like the universe just nudged me and said, reminding me of like, shit happens to everybody. Mm. Life happens to everybody. And the fact is I got, I, I got through it. I am getting through it. So mm. for me, I felt like it was a mini dark night of the soul. Cause my husband sat me down. He said, you've just not been yourself the last few weeks. And I said, I just have, had, I just felt so much sadness. I've never felt anger. So I'm not an angry person because I've always been track, you know, calm, positive happy you know person so anger has been a really uncomfortable emotion for me to feel so my Mm. therapist has been helping me to move through anger in a safe space and that's been challenging but that's why I wanted to ask it is yeah and I've I've been trying to say like anger is uncomfortable for people but I think it's such a powerful passionate emotion as well like the the passion I've got from feeling the anger like you think about anger as well like from your perspective John like I'd love to hear about it if we didn't have yeah. anger, like these things that are going on in the world right now, which are shit that are going on all over the world, if they weren't happening, it wouldn't stir up that anger for someone to do something about it. You know, the passion behind the anger. So human, if you can give me some inspiration human, about what I've just been through and then see what you think about the anger emotion, I'm really interested. Yeah, cool. Anger, um, it depends on your childhood. Um, people are scared of anger. Mm. Um, that's because, you know, They've seen anger, their dad angry or, or their mum angry and they kind of shrink and, and they don't want to, they don't want to be there. So then they'll, they'll reject it. So then whenever there's an angry situation, they'll, they'll kind of cower away from it. But anger, I, I honestly think that anger is probably the most powerful of all emotions because a human being will do anything if they're angry enough but you just got to channel that energy so like for me personally because i'm i was exactly the same as you like when i was going through all my thing all my healing and that i couldn't find any anger that it just wasn't there but it was just so deep that because i thought it was bad so i was rejecting it but man like Anger is so powerful. Like I'm on an eight week challenge, like body challenge, and I'm telling that, yeah. you, my my motivation is getting that anger 
And man, I'm just thumping it. So when I'm, when I feel like I'm at a breaking point, yeah, I'll get, I'll just feel that anger and like listen to my music. And man, it pushes me so far. And it's kind of like, um, people will push people until they hit a point. So going to, uh, an example of that is with what happened in COVID. What happened in COVID down in Melbourne, like when those tradies, like Dan Andrews, keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until those tradies bound, bound, bound together, and they were so angry that that's when he that's when he started pulling back because he didn't want that anger turn into rage because when it turns into rage, there's chaos. So anger is actually, if it's channeled to into a good motivational thing, it is so powerful. But it's just perceived as being bad. That's all. But it's energy. It's just energy. It's how you use that energy. Most people have a have a negative association with anger. Mm. So it's it's just really interesting. Yeah, and just going back to that that victim mode. That that you that you said that that you're in, yeah. Um, that's not actually you. That's only a part of you. Mm. So that's that's a huge realization for some people like that. It just means that that part of you is so big that it's kind of taking over the body, and the body's responding to to that part of you. Yeah, but it's very easy to deal with. So if you feel um. Like, just do this for me. Just close your eyes. Right. Just imagine you can see or visualize or feel or whatever another pip. And she was in that victim mode. Just, just imagine her. Right. If you really open up your heart to her, how is she feeling then? She's angry. She's angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what was she angry at? Well, the pip I can see is a little girl and she's angry that she was really sick as a kid. So she had, you know, she was always ill and in the doctors and the hospitals. And I think she was just angry that that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So who was she angry at in particular? Herself. She was angry at herself. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and why was she angry at herself? Because she was the one that caused the illness, the sickness. Okay. Right. What do you want to tell her? Okay. Because you're the only one that you're the only one that knows her. You're you're the only one in the whole world that knows her. Okay. What 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 do you want to tell her about that? It wasn't her fault, and she was doing her best, and she's so loved by everybody, and she's so so loved. Does she believe you? Yeah, there's a part of it that does. Mm-hmm. Just give her a hug, yeah, and promise her that you're telling her the truth. Okay, that that you you'll never ever lie to her, mm. and, and you're telling her the truth. And, and how's she feeling now? 
Yeah, her shoulders have dropped and she's like, her body language is different. Like she, facial expressions have changed. Like she's just, her face is like dropped. Like everything's just, like she took a big deep breath, big sigh. And she's in hospital, yeah? She was. She was? Okay. Does she want to be there? She doesn't have to be there if she doesn't want to. No. Does she want to come with you? Mm-hmm. And how does she feel about coming with you? Like she's set herself free. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll give her a big, huge hug and shrink her down and put her right inside your heart there. Okay? And she never has to go back to that hospital ever, ever, ever again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how does she feel in there? Safe. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that she wants to say to you? She doesn't have to, but she can if she wants to. I think she said she's proud of me, like where mm-hmm. I've got to and what I've done. Yeah. And she's been a big part of that, hasn't she? Without her, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you can be proud of her as well. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And she's happy? Yeah. Uh, let's tell her if she's happy, then you're happy. Mm. Okay. And you can just open your eyes. Yeah. Like this stuff is so simple. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah. It's it's not you that was feeling that those emotions. It was her that was feeling that those emotions. She was just she was just crying out for help. That's all. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. I honestly, I honestly believe the way that I perceive things. I honestly believe believe that that child that you saw is your ego yeah yes that's that's how i perceive it the ego is not bad at all no 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 it's it's i think it's so innocent you said something really important when you said like you didn't feel anger and then you were gifted opportunities to feel anger so that's what's happened with me is that I'm moving through an emotion that obviously is meant for me on my path now is that I'm, you know, I'm moving to become more self-aware and go deeper with my healing. I've just started my master's degree, which is all about trauma and healing. And it's, I think that's what's happening is that I'm going to deeper levels. And I think the universe, God has has given me gifts to feel, feel the anger, you know, because like I said, to say it out loud, to say, to say that I was angry that I had a miscarriage. I was angry that my house is broken into I was angry yeah. that, you know, my that's husband normal. lost both of his fathers within three weeks of each other. And I think, and that's okay. And I validate yeah, totally. those feelings. But I think it's when you say about that victim mentality, like it's, it just comes in like that little voice and it's, it's, I'm so aware of it. I'm so aware of it. And I said, like, it's like the only person that's stopping me is myself. I'm just studying yeah. my own way. I just need mm. to get out my own way. And I think that was a big thing and I, my husband saw the shift in me because I was doing a lot of work last week on it and uh, yeah, just said you can see that like that little girl that just just the weight lifted off me yeah you know and, and you'll feel better yeah so mm-hmm. so with everything that happened to you because we're because human beings are emotional creatures yeah. like you actually want to feel those emotions yeah. like don't don't stuff them in like I always yeah. say the, the most therapeutic thing you can ever do and not many people can do it. But if you can get into a forest or somewhere 
that's so quiet and so private and just scream, like scream, but make it a primal scream, like from your guts, like if you can't, if you can't do that, um, another healthy way is get a pillow and just scream into the pillow and just, just like bash it, just hit it, bash it, do whatever you want because let it come up and let it come out. Because that's why oh I like God, boxing. Feel so Boxing's great. I love boxing. Boxing is the best. Yeah. Boxing is the best. Yeah. Mm. It's so it's so healthy for you. Yeah. Because it's it's giving you permission to hit the bag or hit the pads as hard as you can for as long as you can. And it's just, it's just so good for you. It's so good for you. Yeah, that's, that's that just took a lot from it. Yeah, I know. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's like when you do the when you do the exercise yourself, like what we've just done. It's I always think it's just so much different when someone else is taking you through it. Oh, it's so much easier. It's it's so much easier having somebody with me in the ear, knowing exactly what I'm doing. Like, and it doesn't even take that long. If, if you see someone who's a professional, been doing it for a long time, that can handle anything. It, it doesn't even take that long. No. And another way to do it is um, to release anger is, so I'll do it energetically. So I'll imagine myself like an angry part of myself. And if I'm angry at somebody or something, man, I'll just imagine that he's in a, in a forest, in a clearing, and I can just see him in, in my mind's eye and he is just firing off, like literally firing off like that. Like he's a dragon. And man, he is just letting so much fire out of his mouth. And he's just keep going and going and go. and I'll stay with him un- until he's let it all out. And then because it might take it might take a minute or two minutes. But then eventually the energy's gonna run out. And then I'll ask him, do you have any more? Because there might be a second wave to it. And I'll just imagine him just going, and he's Mm. screaming because I can't do it myself, but I can still let that part of me do it in the ethra up there. And it's very safe because I'm just here like this with my eyes closed, just focusing on him. And it only takes like two or three minutes. But even if I'm really busy, I'll allow him to keep going and I could have a client for, for four or five hours and I'll go back after that client and and I'll I'll still see him and he's if he's still going, I'll be like, keep going, keep going, keep going. But eventually that energy is gonna run out and he's gonna feel exhausted after it. And I'll be like, You're feeling better, mate? He's like, Yeah, I'm all good. Like, okay. <laughs> So I'm allowing that part of me to express it in such a safe way that, but I, I can't tell him to hurry up. I'm encouraging him to, to keep going, keep going and keep going, keep going. And then as soon as he feels better, that energy in my body has gone, it's been released and I feel amazing and I feel amazing. And I'm just sitting here chilling out. People would never know. Like, it's only us that live in our own mind. It, it's it's how we control it that counts. Yeah, and same with sadness. You know, 
you can do it with anything. If there's sadness, just get that part of you that's feeling sad and just, just let them be sad. Yeah. Just cuddle them and nurture them and just love them and just hold space for that part of you. Mm. It's actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually so stop. simple. It is, and it's all. It's like I said, we we complicate all of it, don't we? We we complex humans. We just complicate things that are so simple. I think yeah. that's what the message in me was: is like I'm trying to overcomplicate something that is very simple. Where it's just, I've had a few weeks of feeling a bit angry, and that's okay. Yeah. Now it's shifted, you know. Now it's shifted, and I feel more yeah. myself because, like I said, when anger's coming in, I'm like, oh, that's. That's not Pip, and oh god, because you know, you want to reject would it. La- yeah, friends would say, you know, oh, if Pip, if Pip is angry, something really shitty's happened because like she's yeah, got yeah. a long fuse. But yeah. I feel like my fuse is short on this year, and I said that to my husband. I was like, I just feel like I'm I'm getting pissed off at things really easy. Mm. But I also think that's just part of, and it was my my my, my tutor said, you know, that's actually a really healthy thing because you're at, you know your nervous system that fight or flight. She actually said something that was really interesting. You've probably been in freeze response for a long time, because again, yeah. I'm a peacemaker, so I'm I'm Libra, and I don't want I don't like conflict. I want everyone to get along. I'm just like, so I've been in this freeze response of like just just ignore it, just just play dead basically mm-hmm. to emotions and just just stay happy. So she said, if you're moving into a fight or flight now, through I was like, well, that makes sense because I'm yeah feeling feeling more emotions that I've not felt before. Yeah. Do, do, just do this for me. Just close your eyes again. Yeah. Right. Um, do you believe in your higher self or a guardian angel or angels or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Which one do you trust the most out of all of them? My first answer is going to be Archangel Michael. Yeah, Michael's there? Okay. Mm. Right. Can I ask him... Why is this all happening for you? Mm. I want to know why. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He, he said, "He said I asked. I asked for it because it's to help others through it. To understand it, I have to understand. You know, get to that level myself to help others. So anything that I go through is to is to ultimately for my greater purpose to help others." Have, can I ask him? Have, have you learned everything that you need to learn from it? No. What else is there to learn from it? He's saying how to manage myself with my emotions because I give myself such a hard time. Yeah, it makes sense. Like I always, when I feel an uncomfortable emotion, I try to fight it because I'm trying to stay on my spiritual path. And he said by feeling the uncomfortable emotions isn't going to stray me from my path. It's actually bringing me closer to my path. Do, Do you understand what he's saying there? Yeah. Okay. Is it? Can I ask him? Is there anything else that 
um, he wants you to know about anything about that. Just stop bypassing things that are meant for me on my path because I think sometimes I am trying to be perfect. I'm going to let go of the perfectionism as well. Can I ask Michael, um, does he feel like he's perfect? He's perfect and, and imperfect. He's whole. He's <laughs> one. He's imperfectly perfect? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And they said, is, so am I. Is, is there anything that you want to ask them? You can ask them whatever you want. I would ask them why, why I always give myself a hard time when I'm moving through something quite challenging. I think it's because I'm scared I'm scared for people who followed me for a long time, like my clients and, you know, whoever's inspired by me. If they start to see a different side of me, I'm scared that they'll reject me. Mm -hmm. What does he have to say about that? Well, he knows where it comes from because I was rejected as a child. So I was like, you know, for friends and for being too much, too nice, too, too everything. So I think it's, he said, it's, I'm feeling that too much in myself and I've got to feel it because I'm not too much. I'm exactly perfect for myself and for God and for him. Yeah. Where's that, where's that rejected child part? Where is she? She's, yeah, she's, she's like a teenager. She's, yeah, she feels crap because her friends always used to reject her for being different. Mm -hmm. so being different yeah. now in the present moment brings up that fear yeah does does that rejected part still want to be there no where does she want to go she wants to catch up with me <laughs> she wants to go with you yeah okay all right well shrink her down and, and put her into your heart there mm -hmm. as well okay all right and and how does she feel in there because she's not rejected anymore because yeah. she's got you. Yeah, she feels good. She's happy. Okay. She's happy? Beautiful. Nice. Is there anything? Can I ask Michael there? Um, what was the go with, with Pip having the miscarriage? Because that really fucking hurt her, right? Yeah. What, what was the bigger picture to all this? It was, uh, who helped me heal rejection? Mm -hmm. Can I ask Michael, was there, was there actually a soul in the, in the body there at that time? Yeah. Yeah. There was? Yeah. Where's that soul? Around me all the time. It's around you all the time? Okay. So what's the connection between the soul and Pip? Lesson, a lesson of rejection. The soul came in to leave me, so I felt like I was rejecting myself to help me heal the wound of rejection. 
because that soul's going to come back soon, but they had to teach me that lesson of rejection. Okay. Right. Is there anything else that, that that particular soul wants you to know? That they love me and they just... They choose me every day. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep in contact with that soul? Thought process and just meditation, nature, my flowers mm -hmm. in the garden. Mm -hmm. Do you want to ask that soul anything? I asked about timing and they just said it's all perfect i've got to trust that's the next level of trust for me is timing just next deeper layer of it's like i already know when i doubt myself i've just got to trust the timing can i ask that soul um did it learn anything from going through that ex through its experience with you that it just had yeah yeah what, what did um, it learn those answers came quite shortly after the miscarriage and the soul said that it wanted to feel the warmth of me being inside me, what it felt like, like that soul, the little girl in me is in my heart, what it felt like to be that close to my heart. And it was wonderful, they said. Uh -huh. Can I ask that soul, has it ever had a human experience before? Yes. It has? Has it had one with you before? Yeah. Can it tell me a little bit about that? Because I don't know. What, what was that experience like? It was pretty hard. Quite traumatic. Mm -hmm. So what was the role was there between Pip and the soul? There's, there was some karma there, I think, and it was had to be cleared before the soul comes back into this human experience. Has it all been cleared now? Yeah, the miscarriage cleared it. So I think it's to do with when the soul comes back at the right time, in the right place, the right date, the right time, the right everything. They're just going to live this beautiful, bonded relationship. Okay. When's the right time and the right place for them? She knows. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But knows? She's, yeah, she's had to do work. She's got to work on herself and her health you know it's she's rejecting herself and until she stops rejecting herself it'll be time okay all right so so as soon as that's over well, then the the soul's going to drop in mm -hmm. okay awesome. so how does put fast track that then because she's pretty keen uh -huh. It's it's a health. She's just it's she's got to let go of putting pressure on herself to be healthy and to lose weight and to just she needs to get all this pressure off her because all this pressure sat in the body and the soul doesn't want to come into a body like that. Okay, so what does Pip need to do then specifically? Let go, meditate, get out in nature more, choose herself, wake up. She just knows. And she's not doing it, and she she knows what she needs to do. Okay, so it's a matter of actually grounding it and and doing it. Yeah, yeah. Right. She she's been making some changes lately, and that's really good. But this is energetically the 
the heaviness energetically that she has to let go of. Where's the heaviness? The womb space. It's in the womb space? Yeah. Is there any purpose for it being there now? No. Okay. What's the best way for Pip to clear it herself? Womb healing. I keep seeing her taking some sort of... I don't know why she's been... I've, I've been called to take lion's mane. I don't know why. It's been lion's something mane? that's come up for a long time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so she needs to take lion's mane. Mm -hmm. um, Michael, what can you do to heal this wound that's in the, in the wound there? So instantly there's a cord, like an umbilical cord attached to that life, that mm -hmm. traumatic life with the soul. Yeah. And it hasn't been cut properly. So he's going to cut that now with his sword mm -hmm. yeah. to break the tether. Yeah. To invite in the new umbilical cord for this life. Beautiful. Thank you, Michael. And and how does that feel for you? Yeah. It's just it's like I hear a click within the body. Yeah. Go into the wound there and tell me what does that feel like and, and look like in there now. It's just like bright white light. I can just see it. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Beautiful. I want to thank Michael. And I want to thank that 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 little soul there. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Is there anything else that they feel like they want to tell you about at this moment? That she can never reject herself because she's she's just one. She's she knows that she's one and why would you reject yourself when we would never reject you? Ever. Beautiful. I want to thank them so much. And they're always just there. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. When, when you're ready, you can just open your eyes and just, just go back to the room. Uh -huh. Thank you for that. Pleasure. It's, a, it's an early Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, again, it's interesting <clears throat> you doing that. Like, stuff I've not seen and heard before, like, I've had some beautiful messages come through since the miscarriage and they were really powerful, beautiful messages, but you doing that just pieced it together again. You know, the, there's mm. that little piece that just needed to. Mm. It's like a jigsaw puzzle sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's why I've been calling the QHHT session that I want to get booked in. I think I've been wanting to do that because I want to ask that question to my subconscious, but you've basically just done that. So thank you. Pleasure. I'm a full on wing it person. <laughs> no. Yeah. It makes sense. Like it, it makes, it makes so much sense. Like I had, I had a client who had had like, this was last year. She came and she was just, she'd had miscarriage after miscarriage. She'd had like childbirth, uh, stillbirth, 
and she couldn't figure out and she kept thinking she was a failure and she was just I felt I just felt her so deeply and that was even before I had the miscarriage and um I remember thinking to myself oh what she must be feeling and she went to three past lives and it was incredible it was like as in powerful every life she'd lost a child or she died giving birth or something traumatic yeah. with with child childbirth and then later on last year she texted and she's pregnant and she's had the baby now and everything so it oh, just that's the best, isn't it yeah it reminds me of like how powerful just that i remember julia saying that on on level two one of the one of the videos was people think we need to have this miraculous healing to like be healed where she said it's actually just the answers are healing. And that's why we tell our clients to listen to the recording because the answers are healing you. They're like program. I feel like they're programming you to heal like your, your DNA and your, your like your genes and your past gene. Like I see it happening. Like how I, how I see it is like on twilight where Bella's changed into a vampire and you can see like when I do a body scan, that's what I see just like going through all of the, the, the cells. And so for me, it's like, the cellular change when you heal when the answers heal you and I feel mm. like that's what happened to her I could feel it and even her uh, cycle she said her cycle's horrendous she said she'd like had really bad periods and stuff and it was like just traumatic every month she hated it she hate. Yeah. she said she hates her womb she hates and that's that's what was causing this block was just yeah, course, a hate yeah. for her womb and I never got I never got to that stage I wanted to again, that victim mode came in and wanted to throw me into my body's a failure. I'm not good enough. And I just was like, I ain't listening to that because I know it's all, it's all, all has purpose. And I chose to go through that, but to see it in that light, because when you said about, when you asked me about the, the, the soul and I had karma, that past life we had, I just had a flash of it and it was horrendous. It was like something to do. I couldn't save the soul I think something yeah. like there was a war or something I just saw like a flash of like I couldn't save the soul so mm. it's like I had to relive that like I couldn't save the baby you know like it was just a nap but it was a natural process you know so I feel like that was definitely holding something there so that's cleared now I feel it awesome mm. it's cool stuff, thank you it? pleasure the last pleasure. question I want to ask you Yes. Is where do you see the future of healing going? Um, the future of healing is going to be the split, I think. Mm-hmm. So the future of healing is people are um, people going to go down the, the medical route, which I'm fully for. I've I have a different view. I think that medication is God's gift to us. I honestly do. Um, But human beings tend to um, get greedy on it. And the reason why why I say that is because um, I used to be really stubborn, like really stubborn and my youngest girl, um, she had breathing problems. And man, I went to, I'll never say I went to everyone, but I went to so many natural healers and it got to a point where nothing was working. And then I went to the um, children's doctor 
this is after like a couple of years and I felt so sorry for her. And within 30 minutes, he goes, I know exactly what's wrong with her. Um, got a blood test. He was like, yep, this confirms everything that's wrong. He was like, whenever she has a, like a real bad asthma attack or something like that where she can't actually breathe, just give her this. One puff, bang. And she only needs it like once a year. And within five seconds, she is clear, good as gold. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've been such an idiot. I've just been such a such a stubborn idiot. But now that's why I'm that's why I'm with medication. Like some medication is just amazing. I love it. Yeah. But it depends on what the problem is. So I think that the the future of healing um is you can either do it yourself. It depends on what the problem is. So it's kind of up in the air the way that I see the, the future of healing. Yeah. You can you can either take responsibility for yourself. The problem is is that the doctors won't always have the answers. So when they don't have the answers to things, well then they usually call it an autoimmune disease or or something like that. Um Whereas I think if you take full responsibility for yourself and and you can heal, because we have three different aspects to us. So we have the emotional healing, which is anxiety, depression, um, because, they're, because they're emotions. So anxiety is always fear. It's always fear that there's, there's no other emotion to that. Depression is always deep, deep grief. So... That's why a lot of medication doesn't work. It'll just feel, make them feel numb, but it doesn't actually get to the yeah. cause. So then if it's just a numbing agent, well, then you're going to have to be on it for the rest of your life to numb it. Whereas if you can just get to the cause of it, well, then it doesn't need to be there anymore. But it's a little bit painful. So seeing a, seeing a really good therapist or a hypnotherapist or something like that, you can get to the core really, really quickly. So that's the emotional side. And if the body is, if there's too much emotions in the body, well, then it's the body can only hold on to things for so long and then it starts breaking down. So if you're, that's why we say anger is okay, but if that anger turns into, into resentment and then that resentment turns into bitter, well, then it's going to start eating at the organs and, and that's no good. If, you know, if you've got sadness in there, you're gonna you're gonna have some problem around here, especially women. They'll get breast cancer or, or something like that because it's because sadness is held in the heart. So it's gonna affect this this area somewhere. But then you also have the physical healing as well. So there might not be any emotions attached to it, but a physical healing is a physical problem. So in the future. There's going to be a hell of a lot of people with neck problems because because they're walking around with their with their head down, looking at their phones all the time, or they're in the computer and they're they're kind of looking down, so their shoulders are going to be like this. So that's not emotional healing; that's an actual physical, structural healing. So that's a different kind of healing. So then you have your your emotional. And then you have your physical and then you have your spiritual healing 
as well. So they're the three different kinds of humans. That's that's why I like people like um, Louise Hay that says you have to work on all three you know, to get a full proper healing. You have to work on all three. Even your even your physical healing is is taking lines, man. Like I don't know what I don't know why your body wants that because I, I didn't have time to get into that. But if you take that, your body's gonna it's it's gonna cause something in the physical. Yeah. So just take it. Huh. Yeah, so, I've wanted so to for a long, three. long, long time. Yeah, it's been coming up for me. I've just I've probably been scared to take it because it is. I know it's a. I don't know. It's I so think good I, for you. It is. Oh my God, yeah, it's amazing for you. That's what I said. I think I started taking it in my smoothies when I first got to New Zealand because I had like a pack of cacao mixed with lion's mane. I'm, 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 I remember just being very super focused and I just felt alive. Like it just was very different for me and I'm craving it at the moment. So obviously my body is wanting it for whatever it's reason. It's at you. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I even Googled it today and I'm trying to find someone to, to take it yeah. and buy it off them. But it's... I, I was when you were talking, I thought of Louise Hay because you know I tell all my clients to read her book. And so, with the future of healing, there's a lot of people working on the trauma now at the the trauma healing. And I think, do you it's believe? Part of it. Yeah. Do you? So I, I like how you've explained all three because I was I was going to ask you the more people that heal their trauma, you know, I wonder if there's like going to be studies or research done with like the the deeper the healing of the emotional and spiritual side i wonder how that will change you know what you know what we're actually manifesting in our body like cancer and things like that and the autoimmune diseases and it's it's interesting because you've got like you said it's choosing all three and that's one thing i've not been yeah, doing to do all three. i need to, i need to do more physical yeah 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 so and that's with the so so what i find is with the qhht it's more it's more so the spiritual side mm. Um, which if it's an emotional, it's it's more the spiritual side and the emotional side. But if you can heal that, if the body's holding on to it, well, then it can release it. So then the body will feel better. Yeah. Because the body's always the last one in, in this. So I've got, a, um, I've got a great friend and he's, he's my physical healer. So if you've got a problem with the with the body structural element, um, so I, so I always do this like um, I always say this example. So if somebody teaches themselves how to walk and their knees are slightly in and their feet are slightly out, they're going to have knee problems because gravity is pushing straight down on that point, and then so so they're going to have. Um, internal knee problems so by the time they're 60 or 70 they, they're going to need a knee re- reconstruction for sure like that's that's not a spiritual or an emotional problem but they'll, they'll have really painful knees so I'll go and I'll say well I can't really help with that go and see Johnny my mate because he can help with that so he can reset the structural side of, of the body which is amazing yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which takes a lot of pressure off me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's the the Agoski method. You've heard the Agoski method. He he taught that he's in California, and a few of my friends uh, teach that now as well. And it's about the alignment of the body. So they get you to do like you know physical mobility movements 
you can do it at home. It's simple. It's free. It doesn't cost you a yeah. lot of money. You've got to keep doing it. I think that's that's the side that I've been not been taking care of. I've been doing lots of spiritual, lots of emotional. And that's why I felt the heaviness because it's yeah. like my, my physical body's like, whoa, whoa, what's happening? I, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. Like my physical body's like, whoa, don't forget about yeah. me. So that's yeah. where I like craving the the lion's mane, which is a physical thing. The craving to get out of nature. When you said about getting into a forest, like there's lots of bush out here in New Zealand, you know, like where I've mm. not even been to yet. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the key for me is that just that shift in the physical side. Cause it, you know, you, you become lazy if you told me to yeah. go meditate for the next month every day, I easily do that. But if you told me to go work out every day for the next month, I'd be like, oh, but then that's right. so, yeah, our chat today, I've gone like, well, why that's, would, why would I not? Yeah. That's the yeah. missing piece. That That's the missing yeah. piece there. Yeah. So your, so your structure is all about the way that you walk, that we throw and how we sit. It's our posture. Like you people like look at people's posture and it's, disgusting it is so bad where like in the future like a lot of diseases are actually going to come because we're sitting down so often human beings aren't designed our body isn't designed to sit down all the time so a hell of a lot of diseases are coming from that and i'm i'm just listening to um i'm just studying gene mutations and and things like that and how a gene mutation and the body, because that's a that's a physical thing, and the ripple effect off a gene mutation, which is just amazing. So that's a physical thing. You you couldn't see a hypnotherapist about that. Your higher self would probably not know that you've got a gene mutation, which is really interesting because this is where I kind of yeah. You know, People say that your higher self knows everything, but but I I don't I don't one hundred percent believe that. Mm. Um, because your body is your body. Your body knows your higher self knows all the spiritual, and it knows the bigger, and it knows the past life, and it knows um, your soul mission and things like that. But I'm not one hundred percent convinced that it knows everything about the body. I don't even think that your body knows everything about the body because it's such a it's mm. such a massive universe in there. That's where that's where we need some help. You know? Like go and get a like I'm I'm just looking at it today, hang on. Because I'm gonna get one. And it's um give me a sec. Because it was so interesting. It's a genetic methylation test. I just put the podcast oh. up on my Facebook page on this guy, and he is amazing. He's a human biologist. Oh my god! And he'll just rattle off all these different things, and the podcast. And, oh my god! It just makes so much sense to me. But that's a physical thing. Like, like I would have. I'm very aware of myself. I'm very aware of my body, my spiritual, my emotions. Yeah. But my genetic makeup, I have. I have no idea. I, I, I wouldn't probably, even be able to tap into that. Yeah, I agree with you as well. I think for a long time. QHHT is phenomenal, but I think I there's a lot of pressure on on me to like you said there's 
QHHG is going to help the client in whatever way it's meant to, but there's a lot of other layers. So for me, I put all the pressure on myself. Like I need this, this client needs to heal everything in this session. It's like, no, no, no. Like they, if you know, a lot of the time the client subconscious will say they know they need to get out walking, that they've become lazy. They're not doing da, 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 da. They're not meditating. They, they want to, and they should do, but the should needs to be banned out of their vocabulary. And it's interesting because you think like the miraculous healing, like, you know, the body scan, definitely they they say like, well, this is happening. You know, the, the back's, ache, you know, aching because they're not, because they're not setting up, they're not stretching. And I agree with you as well. Is like, I've, for so long, I put this pressure on like this QHHG session needs to heal them completely. And when I started to let go of that, it was the clients then started to realize the session actually spurred them on to make their own conscious decisions of go in the gym, going for walks, you know, boxing, going into nature, you know, and that, that, that's more important to me than ever because the subconscious is like telling them like, listen, you, you need to do this and this and this. Yeah. So it's, that's interesting to hear that from you as well. Like you said, it's, it's, there's so many layers to it. And like, again, Louise Hay, she's incredible. You know, she, that's why she's my favorite. Yeah. Because, because she says, we're just, we're just part of the journey. We're not the we're not the be all and end all. We could be, we could be, it, it could be possible, yeah. But it might not be as well. Mm. So it it just depends, yeah. But I'm the first one to admit that, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, all, all all I promise my my clients, I only make them one promise. I make I'm. I say, I can't promise that you're going to get healing or you're going to do this or this or you're going to even get what you want out of the session. But I promise you that I'll just do my best and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's whereas what that, I'm like. Whereas that takes, mm. a, that takes a lot of pressure off, off the facilitator as well. Yeah, the, that's what I felt. If I the felt facilitator that. is just, just doing your best, yeah, and just sticking to what Dolores says yep, and mm. sticking to the structure of, of, of the my, session. My sessions have been so much better for me to let yeah. that pressure off myself because yeah, totally, yeah. some some clients have left the session they've said you know what pip c- can i do more work with you around this or and or they'll you know they'll yeah. c- can can you be like my accountability partner and i'll go yeah yeah sure send me a message when you're out walking i love that stuff but i'm yeah. um, louise hay i love her because so my husband's best friend actually trained louise hay when she was alive so she knew the peter agoski method yeah. And she was, she was a, she used to work out. She had a personal trainer who was my husband's best friend. He's up in Napa, California now. It was funny because I was like, Louise, hey, you used to, used to work, work. He said, yeah, I used to be a PT and I used to fly down to San Diego to train her and stuff. But I remember like she knew the Agoski method, which is so simple. Like you can probably Google it. It's pretty simple. It's uh, Peter Agoski. He, he designed these body movements, which are, you can do at home. You don't need any equipment. And you can just do it yourself and it's to help your body you get into alignment. Free. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's that emphasis around pressure, isn't there? Pressure to do pre- like for me, it's like I'm a get up every day and choose the day where I can't think mm. if I'm going to go to the gym next Wednesday or go for a walk next Thursday. I just know, okay, when I wake up, do I feel at like the gym today? Do I feel like a walk today or, you know, I have a personal training session twice a week. So that's obviously booked in the diary, but when you take the pressure of yourself, I feel like my life flows easier 
and yeah. I don't have to like you know like you're doing the eight week challenge which I like things like that because you get stuck in it and you get accountability and and that's been the missing piece for me is that triangle's been empty here so it's been mm. like One piece emotional spiritual yeah so that's been a big eye-opener for me today so that, that's great so thanks for the insight pleasure absolute pleasure is there anything else on your heart today that you want to share with the listeners um no i've got a session coming up pretty soon so that'll be fun who knows who knows where they're gonna go i love when you say that who knows that's the fun part (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's always fun as always john i love talking to you i really really appreciate the two little beautiful pleasure sessions we did yeah i needed that today for sure obviously yeah that that, thanks that made me so happy just doing it like I, I love just yeah I love just doing it just and it's so it. simple and quick yeah yeah it's so simple and quick as long as people have got an open mind and and as long as people aren't fighting me yeah as yeah. long as they're just allow as long as they're just allowing yeah it's mm-hmm. so simple and so quick yeah. yeah and you can feel so much better after it and get oh, so much more clarity about things yeah. yeah well I know you're on the Gold Coast so anyone who's listening who is local to john he's obviously in the gold coast if you want a session with him but i know you do a lot of online stuff so check him out on facebook and do you do a lot of instagram are you mostly on facebook aren't you yeah just on facebook um Mm -hmm. i'm not really an instagram person yeah yeah but i've got a few things on there i I think from from a while ago cool yeah Yeah. cool Cool. thanks so much for your time today pleasure thank you so much I really hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys. I know it was quite heavy in moments and you got to listen to some of my authentic higher self, which is interesting because it just, you never know where these interviews are going to go. And today was beautiful and I obviously needed it. So uh, just if you've been listening and anything resonates with you, just send me a message, got any questions, send them over. If you could leave me a five-star review, that would be awesome because it gets people, you know, to know this podcast. It gets, it grows, it reaches more people and that's my goal. So wherever you are in the world, I'm sending all my love from New Zealand and we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks guys. Bye. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.